CBDC. The Bank for Canadian Entrepreneurs is a proud partner of the Startup Women podcast. BDC is here for women entrepreneurs in their efforts to move forward and achieve their business goals. To meet their specific needs, BDC provides financing, strategic advice, and has a wide selection of free resources. Find out more at bdc.ca forward slash women. BDC is here for what's ahead. Scotiabank Women Initiative is a signature program designed to increase economic opportunity for individuals who identify as women or non-binary to be successful now and in the future. This unique offering helps women pursue their best professional and financial futures by providing unbiased access to capital and tailored solutions, bespoke specialized education, holistic advisory services, and mentorship. For more information, visit scotiabankwomeninitiative.com. During the month of February, the Startup Women podcast is committed to telling the stories of Black women-identifying entrepreneurs. What barriers exist for this community? Who are the change makers and trailblazers in this space? In honor of Black History Month, we are passing the mic to Black women across the entrepreneurship ecosystem to share their contributions, accomplishments, and to learn about their lived experiences as they've been building their businesses. Stay tuned all months and look out for a complete list of resources, information, and a recap of these stories at the end of February on the Startup Canada blog. We are thrilled to have Patricia Moa on our show today. Patricia is the Executive Vice President of Silver Trust Media and Afro Global Television. She's also the host of Planet Africa, a weekly series on Omni TV that covers topics that interest, affect, and challenge African Canadian communities. She has directed and produced over 15 television programs, including The Visionaries, The Golden Button, and Standing Ovation. Patricia is the writer and director of Omabella Palace a new drama series on Afro-global television, which can be viewed on Rogers Cable, Bell 5, Eastlink, and TELUS. She's also the associate publisher of Excellence, Envision, and Destiny magazines. In 2008, her own Silver Trust Media company introduced the Discover Magazine series, which has since released over 20 titles and editions. Who's Who in Black Canada lists Patricia as a recipient of the Toronto Police Community Service Award, the International Women Achievers Award, the Martin Luther King Dreamkeeper Award, and a Queen Elizabeth's 11 Diamond Jubilee Medal. Patricia has also co-founded the Crossover Mentorship Program, a youth empowerment initiative. In 2018, Patricia co-authored the 150 Extraordinary Canadians Legacy Book with a foreword by the Right Honorable Justin Trudeau, Prime Minister of Canada, and in 2020, Patricia was appointed chair of the Real World Screen Institute. My, oh my. Welcome to the show, Patricia. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. So it is very clear you have accomplished a tremendous amount in the media and TV space. Um, But let's start at the very beginning. How did you get started and what did the early days look like for you? Wow, you're taking me back there. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> you know, mine is not a normal way, actually, of getting into the media. So I was um, actually moderating a play in church 
And at the end of service, um, someone walked up to me and said, you speak well, would you like to be on TV? And at the time, I was actually in my first year university studying political science. And my plan was to go on and, and do law and international relations. So, and I said, I'm, I'm in, in university, I'm in school. And he said, no, it's just going to be on weekends. You know, why, why don't, don't you just audition? So I went and did the audition. And the next thing he was like, oh, your audition was so great, actually. That's going to be the first episode of the show. So while wow. I was in university, I started to work at this TV channel. And um, at the end of school, you know, I, I had a lot of experience and just continued to pursue a career in the media space. But interestingly, though, when I was a kid, I one day saw Oprah Winf the Oprah Winfrey show when I was younger in high school. And I, I did love it. And then one day I saw her in the newspaper and cut it up and put it on my wall. And interestingly, my dad, he was um, like, who is that person? He tore the picture down and said, you know, do not idolize people. And it's interesting how um, I had this secret dreams in me to be in the media, but um, I actually just wanted to become a lawyer because uh, in Nigeria, most parents actually would want their kids to do professional careers like law, medicine, engineering. So I was kind of just, you know, um, following that trajectory, more or less. But I think God um, miraculously orchestrated my, you know, uh, footprints back to my where my true love and passion is. Amazing. So let's learn more um, about the mission of the Afro Global Television Network um, and really creating programs that impact and reflect the dreams and experiences of people of African heritage. Your network has a talk show for ladies called Sister Talk, a show about faith called The Minister, and a show about fashion as well um, called Golden Button. As you have been creating all of these different shows, how do you ensure your mission is alive and well? Well, walk us through that process. Yes. In fact, um, almost all the shows that we uh, produce actually is in line with our vision, objectives, and our mandate, which is to inspire, educate, and, um, you know, enlighten, uh, and, and to also, you know, bring dignity and respect to people of African heritage, mm. um, as well as to, you know, make sure that our young people see role models that look like them. Um, like the show Sister Talk that you mentioned, for instance, is uh, a talk show um, that's focused on women. We have another show that, we, in fact, we're launching a new show called Empower Her, which is also for women. And as the name, you know, implies is to empower women, to share best practices, to listen to all the problems that women face and proffer solutions. So, we um, have that show, which, you know, I'm really excited for people to see because I know it's going to really be groundbreaking and, you know, change a lot of lives. And of course, you mentioned um, Stand Innovation, which is, you know, a, a show where we're looking for the triple threat, someone that can sing, act and dance. Um, and it, it's uh, giving, again, young people the opportunity to showcase their talent. Um, before mentors who are able to, you know, help them, give them feedback um, about their craft. Um, we have so many other shows, The Visionaries, which is a documentary uh, featuring, you know, highly uh, achieving individuals in the Black community. Um, I think overall, you know, wh when we actually create programs, uh, the best way to test them is to see if those programs fit within what you know, the mission, vision, and objective of the channel is. And I would say that, you know, with over 15 original programs and the feedback we're getting, I, I think that we're kind of fulfilling that um, our mandate and our objectives um, with the shows that we have. Amazing. And what impact have you seen this have on your community? Do you have any examples? Yes. You know, wow. Uh, the impact is incredible. For mm. instance, 
um, one of the, the the guys that participated in one of our shows, um, the Golden Button, he he won the show. Um, he before this time was not doing um, fashion like on a professional level, uh, but this guy has gone on to you know participate in some mainstream, you know, shows, um, you know, including Supermodel, you know, Canada. And then he's now also one of the highly sought after designers in Canada. He has his own clothing line now. Oh. So the show inspired him to, you know, take his craft to another level. And then um, with some of the shows that I mentioned earlier, we've heard so many stories of people um, who've been inspired, you know, to start their own businesses just from watching other people. And uh, another thing is that there's a, a gentleman, a, a young man who was part of one of the, you know, programs that we did, who eventually went on to um, win a bronze medal with Andre de Grasse at the Olympics in Rio. Wow. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> um, you know, Bola Jumale, and he speaks about uh, the program that he did and how that helped him because it was a mentorship program, how that helped him to uh, build confidence and to pursue his dreams and, and stuff like that. And then I'll tell you a, an interesting story. Um, there was a time that we did this article and it was about top African Canadians in the banking sector. And when we reached out to the banks, um, you know, some of the banks were happy to just, you know, um, send us all the information that we needed. Uh, but there were a couple of banks that did not have any people of uh, from the Black community at the top. And um, they, they, be they became kind of like a little bit concerned. And they're like, okay, so what did this other bank give you? What, are the, what is the highest... Um, you know, person at this other bank and whatever. Mm. So at the end of the day, they said, okay, you give us some time. Maybe we can do better in terms of, um, you know, uh, having people from the black community at the top. And uh, well, we couldn't wait. We did that. We did the story with what we had. And not long after that, we noticed that this bank actually um, now had a director, vice president, you know, and stuff like that from the community. So I think that uh, the work that we do is not only inspiring, educating and entertaining our, our people, uh, but it's also, you know, kind of um, keeping the corporations um, sort of accountable in terms mm -hmm. of their diversity, so I think it's multifaceted. Um, the impact of our work is 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 just far-reaching, actually. Amazing, and you're covering so many different areas as well. You know, with the talk shows, looking at faith, looking at fashion, um, just the breadth of topics that you're covering is incredible through the entire network. Yes. Amazing. So. I want to dive a little bit into the business side of things that, cause I think many entrepreneurs listening to this podcast, you know, when they look at content and entertainment, like any product, you know, needs funding. And that can often be a huge barrier for entrepreneurs navigating this landscape in particular, um, and in more creative industries. What does that process look like when it is time to bring your idea for a show or a series or a magazine to people who can fund it? Um, where do you find those people? How do you engage in those conversations? And then, and how do you, you know, maintain those relationships across so many varying spaces and tactics? Well, wow, that's a very good question. <laughs> uh, you know, for, for me, uh, I have this belief that money chases good ideas. It's not the other way around. So mm -hmm. when you have money, you don't go looking. When you have the ideas, you know, you, you're not kind of running after money. Money runs after you when you have solutions, when you have what's going to make, you know, the world a better place. So the first thing is to have a groundbreaking, interesting, good idea that you're passionate about because 
Um, I, I find that when you're selling something that you believe in, that you love, it actually is more convincing to whoever you're trying to sell it to. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, you know, the entertainment industry is a bit difficult because it's, I won't say it's oversaturated, but there's um, limited funding for so many talents that are out there, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of people kind of um, never really see their dreams, you know, come to pass in terms of um, ideas that they have. Um, but I, I think that networking is very important if you have to succeed in the industry. So make sure that you, 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 you're networking with the right people, you're plugging in yourself. And sometimes you may even have to do certain things for free uh, just to gain experience and to get to know the industry better. And also the other thing, you know, that I, I like to mention is that creativity and innovation. So you have to be creative. Um, so some of the ideas that we've come up with, we've um, sort of included some other things in the ideas that will help to kind of uh, bring in business opportunities for the concept. So, you know, for instance, if you're doing a show, um, what can you walk in to create like pre- product placement opportunities, for mm-hmm. instance, so that um, when you're doing the show, you can also be making some money, you know. And I, I think when you start from... Uh, making sure that you do your research, your homework, and you have all the facts and you you have all the, the depth of, you know, things that you can explore, regarding an idea. Uh, by the time you do your business plan or if you're in the media, by the time you write your pitch, your pitch will be kind of convincing uh, enough for other people to um, then buy in. Um, and then um, the, the next thing that I would say is uh, just to make sure that you have a good portfolio because nobody wants to invest in someone that has nothing to you know, prove their talent. So uh, make sure that you spend the time, creativity, uh, resources and whatever is required to have a very good portfolio because sometimes people come to us with ideas. You know, they're like, oh, I want to have a show on your channel. <laughs> I want to do this. And the first question I ask, I'll ask them is, um, do you have anything you've done in the past that you can show us? Um, and if they say no, um, I kind of, you know, then begin to wonder if this is the right person to invest in. So make sure that you have something to show. I mentioned networking. I mentioned doing your homework, creativity. And do not be afraid, you know, to try new things. Do not be afraid to fail. I mean, sometimes people do not go forward uh, with the ideas and plans, especially as entrepreneurs, because, you know, funding is really, you know, uh, something that we're worried about most of the time. But, you know, the thing is, see, there is no passion to be found in playing small, in, in settling for a life that is less than the one that you're capable capable of living. Um, those are the words of Nelson Mandela that I actually hold very dear. Mm. So make sure that you're not playing small, you're not settling for a life less than the one that you're capable of living because you're able. And once you kind of make up your mind that you want to do something, the stars will align. You kind of see that people that are supposed to help you with the idea will begin to show up and um, you begin to see that things will be moving in the direction I want them to. Amazing. And as you've navigated this journey and as a media professional and TV personality, uh, there's also the other side of this, that you've spent a lot of time on camera yourself. <laughs> Do you have any advice for women entrepreneurs who want to bring their businesses you know, on traditional media marketing platforms like television? What does the other side of this equation look like? Okay. So you mean women who want to maybe like advertise or promote their brands? Yeah. Or or just consider, you know, TV as a medium. Is that a space where you think entrepreneurs should be looking more actively and how do women entrepreneurs even begin that conversation? Yes. So um, first of all, you know, um, once you have a good product um, that's relevant, that's meeting the needs of, um, you know, people, 
um, that is, you know, there to kind of fill a void. It's a very good place to start. And the media is very important. Um, you know, I know that uh, traditional media is kind of like um, expensive, but there are many ways to, you know, get yourself featured in, you know, the media without spending a lot of money. Some people actually would tend to invest in a PR agency that will help them to sort of tailor their messages uh, to attract media attention. So you want to ask yourself, what is the social, uh, moral or sort of ethical thing that my product is doing? For instance, if you're a cleaner, you're not just a cleaner. What, what, what is the cleaning business um, able to do for people. So you want to tailor your message around that. You're helping people to be able to have the time that they need to spend with their families or to do the things that they love. So you're helping them to do the things that um, would, you know, take up their time ordinarily, right? And then you're also, you know, helping to, you know, uh, give people clean spaces so that they can have a, a good mental um, sort of, you know, space uh, mm-hmm. to do their work. So you, you can just break it down like that. And then also you as the entrepreneur, what inspired you to go into that business? So if you begin to put things like that in your media kit um, and send it to the media, they want to hear your story. What is the story behind the brand? We're not really um, interested in the, the brand, like you're selling water. Mm-hmm. Like we're not interested in the water. Why are you selling the water? What is the water doing to people? That is what we want to hear. So once you, you know, you're able to craft a message in, a, in, in that way um, that will resonate, then, you know, we're willing to kind of carry your story. And, and also, again, networking is very important. Um, do you know somebody who knows somebody who has been on TV can they hook you up, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that kind of stuff. And also, um, do not be afraid to just email, you know, a TV channel or a show. If you think that you should be a guest on, on a particular program, you know, be bold. Just write them and say, hey, I, I, this is who I am. Tell your story. Again, do not tell, your, about, do not tell a story about your product. Tell your story and let your product be part of your story. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I, I think that if you do that, it will attract media attention. Traditional media is very interesting because... When do you on TV gives you a certain level of um, credibility, mm. which, you know, um, will kind of help to build, you know, brand, uh, trust in your brand. Uh, it will also help to, you know, extend your brand name and stuff like that. So I, I think entrepreneurs should definitely consider using traditional media. I know the social media is, you know, really a great uh, way to reach people these days. But believe it or not, that, you know, we still have a lot of people who watch traditional media, who if they see something on traditional media will actually, um, you know, take it very seriously. And I love that you keep coming back to that, you know, what is the actual story behind the brand? And as entrepreneurs, that is such an important piece of advice that if you can't really convey that compelling and memorable story, um, that's going to hold back your product. You know, if you go product first, that that can, uh, you know, turn some potential consumers off or not get the attention of media partners, et cetera. So I think coming back to that compelling story will serve all of these tactics that you've just mentioned as well, Patricia. I love that advice. Exactly. And on the tactic side, so at Silver Trust Media, you have a number of different services in publishing, broadcasting, events, uh, across you know all these different services. Are there any communication methods or strategies that you think are more in- impactful than others, um, specifically for entrepreneurs? You know, if they have to invest in one, um, you know, to tell their story or reach their audience, is there any space that you think you've got to be there right now as you're starting your business? 
Yes. Um, okay. So we already laid the groundwork. I mean, the foundation in terms of you know what your message should be mm-hmm. on. Um, and I, I think that social media offers a very big opportunity for entrepreneurs. You know, to be able to you know sell their products, to uh, build a following, and, and and you know just to inspire. I, I know that a lot of women out there who have been inspired to start their own businesses from seeing, you know, other women on social media, you know, um, doing their business and thriving. So I'll say, you know, you have to be on social media. I I never liked social media when it started because I'm I'm a little bit a personal person. Mm. I'm in the public eye, but I like to maintain my personal space. But um, the thing is, if you're in business, you cannot shy away from uh, social media because it's a very big opportunity for you to, you know, extend your brand to have like, you know, a, a great, you know, footprint in um, a space that people are hungry for information, for uh, opportunities. So you have to be on social media. And some of the social media platforms that are really great right now, TikTok is really catching up. It's really mm-hmm. amazing um, because it gives you the opportunity to just say a few things, um, to just give your message in a few words. And um, so, TikTok for sure, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the, the whole gamut, wherever you can be, just be there. Um, but there a few other, you know, social media groups that also give people the opportunity to, to network, um, depending on what um, field you're in, right? You can just find some networking mediums that you can be part of uh, to help you, you know, um, to learn best practices, to know what other people are doing and, and to be able to, to share ideas. Um, but just make sure that social media is your friend. And the thing is, we cannot, you know, you don't know much about social media. That's okay. Mm. There are people right now who, um, our company actually, do, and I'm of our company does, um, you know, uh, social media marketing for companies. If one of our clients is an airline, you know, company. So they we help them with their social media. We help them with coming up with a strategic plan to reach their clients. Uh, on social media. So you can hire people to do it for you. You don't have to do it yourself. And be gentle on yourself as all of these new things pop up. <laughs> that is also a really challenging component of this, that you know, new platforms are emerging all the time and new exactly. functionalities <laughs> that it can be overwhelming to stay up to date. But I think to your point, leverage other subject matter experts. There are other thought leaders, other people who can support you along this journey um, and help you through some of those resources because it changes very quickly. <laughs> yes. So do you have any final Final words, Patricia, we've covered a lot of ground so far um, in terms of resources, advice you would give other women entrepreneurs who might be you know, in the world of media like you or to entrepreneurs who want to leverage the world of media to help grow their business. Final thoughts. Yeah, I, I would say, you know, first of all, just believe in yourself and, you know, you can do this, you can be successful, you can achieve your dreams and just make sure that whatever you do, that you're you're innovating, and, and because right now with what's happening in the world, um, the the companies that thrive and succeed are the ones that are flexible, are able to innovate and sort of think on your feet because things are changing very rapidly. Um, and right now, digitization is the in thing. So make sure that when it comes to technology, that your business is actually uh, latching on to technology that is available in in whatever area that you're in. Um, that's where the world is going. Artificial intelligence, you know, um, digitization. That's the next. That, in fact, it's here already, mm. but it's going to even get better in terms of that. So make mm-hmm. sure that you're doing that, 
Um, and, and don't give up. Like my husband and I, we've been doing our business full time since 2002. We've not looked anywhere else. I have not worked anywhere else for um, about 21 years now. And when things were tough, I never, you know, thought of giving up, uh, giving up. I only thought about other ways to make things better. And in doing that, you know, we've grown tremendously uh, from just one show to a 24-hour TV channel, from just one magazine to producing over 20 titles in our Discover Magazine series, including magazine for countries, you know, um, and big organizations. So I, I would say to you, don't give up, um, be persistent and do your homework, do your networking, and do not wait to move, you know, because, you know, Richard Norton said something, he says, waiting for real life to begin when you're ready means you'll never be ready for real life because mm -hmm. real life never happens when you're ready. So now is the time for you to move, to do the things that you need to do to succeed. And I, I tell you, if you put your mind to anything, like there is nothing impossible. My life is a testimony to that. The things that, you know, as an immigrant, um, you know, I've been able to achieve that many people always say, how did you achieve this? You know, um, but you just have to believe in yourself, be committed and focus. And with all these ingredients, I mean, success is inevitable. Mm, I love that. That's a fabulous note to end on, Patricia. Thank you so much for joining us on the Startup Women podcast. Oh, my pleasure. It was really nice talking to you. Amazing. And we can't wait to see where, where you go next. Where can people tune in uh, to all of these various productions and uh, connect with you? Oh, so Afro Global uh, Television is currently on Rogers Cable. That's channel 884. We're on Bell 5 uh, on channel 2701. We're on East Link, uh, channel 886. You know, so you can actually go to our website, afroglobaltelevision.com to get more information if you want to be a guest or if you want to pitch us a show or just to find our channel and watch it. Um, you, you'll, not, you'll not be disappointed. We have some amazing programs there. <laughs> amazing. There you go. There's your homework, listeners. <laughs> Check it out. Thanks again. And Patricia and uh, we can't wait to see where things go next. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on the Startup Women podcast, where we are committed to telling the stories of women entrepreneurs and uncovering actionable advice that goes beyond the surface level. The Startup Women podcast is produced by Lauren Hicks and Maddie Stiles and is made possible with the support of BDC and Scotiabank so we can continue to power women identifying entrepreneurs. Visit startupcan.ca to explore the Startup Women flagship program and access advisory support and free resources. Be sure to check out the show notes to access important links, resources, and information that we mentioned during today's episode. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to another episode next month.